Hey guys, welcome back to our podcast, The Encounter. Um, I'm here myself, Kat, and we have House, we have Danny, and we have Layla joining us on this wonderful topic that we will be talking about. And it's actually um, like the opposite of what the podcast from before was. The one before was Places of Blessings, and then this one is actually talking about Places of Curses. So just like they were talking about in the podcast, there are places where you go from a bad state, and then you see a state of where there's an abundance of blessings. Guess what? There's also places of curses, right? If there's a good, there's always a bad. And today we're going to be talking about how sometimes we let the, con- the contaminations in like our life take a hold of what the blessings we sh- that God wants to give us. And many of the times we can take advantage of these things and mess it up really for ourselves, number one. Yeah. And then number two, mess it up for generations that are behind us. And that's something that we should... Um, always pay attention to because our decisions that we make today is not just for our lives but for everyone that's coming behind us and to start off I would I would like to like um mention that how many of the times when we talk about curses there's also trials there's burdens and many of the times we question it like why is this happening to us why why is this happening to my life in specific or you could obviously see it like in your family's you know timeline too and we should always think about like it's not about what we're living today, but what we're living like in, what our families also lived lived before. And um, something beautiful that I always love to go by is like if there is a, there's a, an action, what's gonna come after? A reaction, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And this verse that I have here in 2 Corinthians 5.10, it says, for we believers will be called to account and must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ so that each one may be repair, repaid for what has been done in the body, whether good or bad. And that honestly was so shocking to me because imagine not only will you be questioned or judged for the bad stuff, but in the good as well. So it's not just like you're bad, good too. And then it continues to say, that is, each will be held responsible for his actions. Remember, every action causes a reaction. Um, responsible for his actions, purposes, goals, motives, the use or misuse of his time, opportunities and abilities. So just like I was saying, our decisions today will define what's going to happen in the future. We may be living, living in a time of burdens or trials or any like type of, like quote unquote curse, right? In our lives where we have to think, okay, what did I do a year ago today? Because what I do today, is not, my punishment is not going to come tomorrow. It's going to come in a few years. It might not even come in a few years. It might come when I, like, uh, have children or anything like that. Like, there's dangers that come with it. But that's something that we should always think of because we see so many people in the Bible who made one wrong decision. And guess what? Him and their whole generation got cursed. And I think that's what, um, that's something that we should always pay attention to because these places of curses can either lead us to death or also God is so merciful and gives us another chance. Yeah, and also, like, just to follow through with that, and also, like, kind of, like, um, you know, like, was it, like, go off of it as well? It says right here in Hebrews 6.4, right? It says, some people once had God's light. They experienced the heavenly gift and shared in the Holy Spirit. And in verse 5, they experienced the goodness of God's word and the powers of the world to come, right? And in season 6, yet they have deserted Christ, and they are crucifying the Son of God again and publicly disgracing Him. Therefore, they cannot be led a second time to God. Right? This is what we mentioned right now. Like, was it like sometimes like these things that we do in our hearts and stuff like that, right? They were led to like places of curses where it leads us to death, of course, right? And, you know, God does not forget what we do, of course, right? And also, like, was it like, I think it's very important that we obviously, like, was it like, check how we, like, was it like, are demonstrating ourselves to others? Like, um, like are we demonstrating Christ-like qualities, you know, as well? 
And it says right here, plain and simple in verse 6, that it says that yet they have deserved, they as in us, right? We have deserted Christ, right? And we constantly crucify the Son of God, right? And we publicly disgrace Him, you know? Like, it's like, bro, <laughs> like, as, like, believers in Christ, you know, like, was it, we think we should be, like, all for God, of course, right? But yet, time and time again, in the Bible, we see people who are, like, super, like, intelligent and, like, was it, like, um... In God's word, of course, right? And they do, like, the slightest mess-up, and it's like, all right, bam. Like, I'm giving you the biggest trial of your life, you know? And I just think it's like, you know, like, we can compare it to our times now because literally, I kid you not, like, 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 like the small mistakes we have now, like, was it, we're like, oh, God can forgive and forget, you know? It's just one slip-up, but, like, no. It, we're held accountable to this standard, of course, and we have to, like, understand that we're a child of God. We are the sons of God, right? And, well, um, children of God, yeah. That's what I want to say. You know what I was going to tell you is that you also have to see, um, just what we were saying, that all of our actions actually are not only reciprocate into our future, but into our kids' future. Mm -hmm. And into into uh, uh, into what happens uh, to your kids, which I hope we all have some. Um, but I was going to tell you guys that uh, it's it's so crazy that we see this because we can see this uh, throughout uh, the whole Bible. We can see this, for example, uh, how Jacob, you know, stole his blessing. And even when, uh, when Joseph, you know, had his blessing and had, you know, the anointing of the Lord, uh, you know, he still was hated. You know, there was always quarrel between brothers because of what Jacob uh, started doing. You know, Jacob started um, doing that. And then therefore, you know, there, his kids quarreled as well. And this all started back from Cain and Abel because Cain hated Abel. It all quarreled back all the way until, you know, until they killed Jesus Christ. And until now that what's, what's the biggest deal in our, in our, in, not in our church, but in every single church, brothers quarrel, brothers fight, brothers, sisters fight. Um, there's no reason why I just, it's just something that happens. And it's because of the decision, the poor decisions that we make. Uh, also another person that we see uh, making a really, really, really really poor decisions it's just we can even be as simple as adam and eve you know mm -hmm. eve just eating the wrong thing at the wrong time even though god said you can have everything except one thing and they choose to do that same exact thing now everything else has been pushed back for all of us because now we're all thrown out of the out of eden mm -hmm. and now we all have to live through sin and we have to all live through everything but god is so merciful that even in these place of curses god uh, gives a second chances if you guys read genesis uh when uh when uh here let, let me let me let me read it for you guys uh, genesis i think if i'm wrong is three no yeah. no genesis genesis three yeah. i want to only fall and if you guys keep reading on in four before noah comes out uh um he says uh that there's descendants before noah yeah. and he says that when when noah comes out he says that his name was uh, to start over a fresh start so it's so crazy that you know even though there's a time of of, of hurt there's a time of curse god god always comes back and always gives that uh olive branch you know that says hey let's start all over let's mm -hmm. give a you know let me let's let me revindicate yeah. you you know yeah. go ahead looking at um adam and eve's story honestly like we look at this story and we're like ah yeah we already know the story but there's so many details in that story that it's like Yo, like, this is something we cannot skip at all. Because, <laughs> because wow, dude, like, the amount of times that they actually got warned before they, you know, got cursed. Because I have the verse here in Genesis 6. Oh, no, that's wrong. Genesis 3, 17. And to Adam, he said, because you have listened to the voice of your wife and have eaten of the tree of which I commanded you, you shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground because of you. In pain, you shall eat of it all the days of your life. And before the, the fall came, there was warnings. Like they were saying, like, okay, you can eat all these from all these trees, but not from this one in specific. And the most beautiful thing about this is that, honestly, when we come into, like, places of burdens, curses, or any trials, like, 
God is asking you, right? And that's literally what the pastor was talking about on Thursday. And that honestly just blows my mind all, all the time. Because God was asking, like, Adam and Eve, like, like who told you you were naked? Like, how did you know that you were there? How, how did you know all of this? And that is because, obviously, number one, God knows everything. But number two, but so we realize what are we getting ourselves into? Because, obviously, they were like, wow, it looks so desirable like the fruit amazing but they didn't know they they weren't so focused on what could come they were focused on like the now like oh yeah if i eat the apple it's gonna be pleasing to me but yo you didn't know what was gonna come after right because everything else was gonna be cursed like in their lives and that's something that we should always like think about and exactly the story about um with Noah too, like there was a warning because all these people, were, Noah was telling them like, yo, there's a flood coming. Everybody was laughing at him like, nah, bro, you're crazy. There was warnings before there was a curse. I mean, yeah, before yeah. there was a curse. And it, it's like so amazing to see like um, the earth being flooded because now you see that, like how you were saying, his name meant uh, beginning, right? Or yeah, his, his, his like name a was, fresh start. Yeah, his name was, uh, it was meaning out of the ground, the Lord has cursed. Listen to this. Out, yeah. of, the, out of the ground, the Lord has cursed. Uh, this one shall bring us relief from our work and from the painful toil of our hands. Right. And Noah was the olive branch. Yeah. And if you guys know, if you guys, if you guys understand, what did Noah get? An olive branch from the Lord. Yeah. So he is the olive branch, and God gave him the olive branch. Yeah. I mean, you guys can, you can go left and right from this, but. Yeah. It's about well, about the curse, right? Exactly, the and the, the people that that you know got flood, like the flood took them. Obviously, they were like destroyed. Like that was their punishment because they didn't listen. And Noah, he took his family, his daughters-in-laws, all those people, the animals, and and what happened? Like they were blessed, they were saved. You know, the rainbow came out, everything so beautiful. But there's warnings before we enter a place of curse, and mm-hmm. we don't pay attention to it. And another, I, I remember the last. Um, the last podcast you guys were talking about blessings, um, Sodom and Gomorrah. There's two curses that we can see there. And you guys did touch base on it, but dude, it's so amazing because they also received warnings. Like remember the angel, the angel, the people were there like telling them, like, hey, there's a there's a destruction coming. A like you guys. Bunch of warnings. Yeah, you need to get out of there. That was warning number one, right? And they were telling them, like, you need to get out of there. They didn't listen, right? So whatever. And then Lot's wife, this is where it blew me away because your curse curses happened to you. Because maybe we just let it happen. Mm-hmm. Because keep in mind, Lot's wife, they had already left that place. Keep that in mind, right? So when she looked at, she looked back, she was already out of that place already. But because she looked back, that's where she got cursed. And that's, that's scary because we can already leave our place that brings curse. But because our heart is still in the back, is still desiring what was like behind, that's where it comes dangerous. Because she had already stepped out of there. And that's where the peligro, the danger comes because, yeah, you can't. You just have to be, if you're going to move somewhere, if you're going to go into somewhere that, you know, it's going to be more um, at ease, no destruction there, then actually believe it that you're not going to be cursed. But these warnings, it's like alarming to us, but we tend to just ignore them. You, you know you know what I like what you're saying? That, that God, God is so merciful, of course, right? We all know this, right? He's so merciful that he, just like, just like before, right? He wants us... He doesn't want us to be in trial and in curse all the time. You know what I mean? He, like, says, okay, you've learned your lesson. And I've always told you guys this, right? Like, when there's a desert, when there's something that's going on, when there's, like, a curse. When that, and I feel like curse is, like, a, a little bit too much because, you know, curse is, like, a, something you have to live with your whole life. But God is not like that. God is saying, okay, learn your lesson here so I can move you up to the next level. And just like you said with lots of wife, she... She wanted her, she was on her way to move to the next level, yeah. but then you know, she's like that person that goes, Yeah, but remember how fun it was to go exactly. out there? And it's just like, and then that's when God goes, Oh, you're not, you're not decided yet, sounds good, so stay where you are, that's true. Die, die where you are. 
See, you guys want to continue living like that? And that's exactly uh, what happens in, uh, what's it called? With uh, with Adam and Eve. I know we're touching on, on, on a little bit of everything, but I was, I was going to tell you guys with Adam and Eve. Like, if you guys notice, like, it wasn't from one day to another that Adam, that Eve took this took the bite of the of, of, of the fruit, right? Yeah. But slowly, she looked there, and she was like, oh, what is in there? And then she saw the snake, or she saw the reptile, yeah. and then she goes in there, and then, they, you know, they ended up talking to each other. Yeah. Like, it wasn't just from day one to another one. And then what happens is that God sees this, and he gives chances. It's like, you know, she knows she was doing wrong, and yet she continued and continued and continued, and then she made everybody curse, just like, just like in, just like in, uh, uh, the story that you were saying in Sodom and Gomorrah. Gomorrah. That's, yeah, I say it in Spanish, right? <laughs> Sodom and Gomorrah, he said, he told them, get out of there. Also with Jonah, with Nineveh, look, look, look at the difference. The, Nineveh was a place that didn't follow God, right? And what did God do? Send Jonah. Jonah preached, and guess what? They all converted. So God wanted to take them out of there. Sodom, Sodom and Gomorrah didn't want to get out of there because yeah. Lot was there and he was righteous. No matter what he was righteous, they didn't want to get out of there. So I think I think what you guys are saying is, is completely right. What you have to understand is that the I guess the trial, the the, the bad part, it's not forever. Yeah. It's just as long as as long as we're willing to learn our lesson. Because I think that's the hardest part. Mm -hmm. Learning the lesson and willing to be humble enough to learn the lesson. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes we do not want to learn the lesson. Go ahead, Salila. Also, something I want to touch on is like something I always remind myself too is that like when we ask God we're like oh you know like God please take us out of this like take me out of this place take me out of this trial take me out of this curse that I'm going through right now um we like not only of course God you know he always completes like all like the the percent of like dragging us out of that place but also ourselves we have to know the fact that that place is horrible and like just like Danny's saying um, when we get out of that place, like there's those type of people who are just like, oh, remember like, remember all the good fun memories I had? Remember how much like I felt so good? Yeah, like yeah. the nostalgia that I had in that moment. Like you're not like at that point, that person is not like looking at that sin and just being like, oh my gosh, like um, how do how do I say it? Like, but basically, what I'm trying to say is the fact that like we shouldn't reminisce on the past because yeah. that's the past for a reason. Like those are memories for a reason. That's something that we left behind for a reason. God took us out of that trial, that place for a reason to better us up, to let us go on to the next level, to let us be better spiritually and physically too. And even when we like go to like the next level that God is like helping us out to, like sin is a cycle so just mm -hmm. because sin happens one doesn't and you came out of it doesn't mean it's not going to happen again like the enemy is going to come back again and try to find a way to like tempt you right but the but the thing that um that you were saying is so is so true because many of the times what we what we see is like these places we just get comfortable in it right mm -hmm. and whenever we get comfortable in it we don't want to move out but if god healed us from a place if god healed us healed us and made us leave a place that you know he you like he closed the door to it said like never go back why would you want to like step or try to open that door once again like mm -hmm. you and god already like went through a, like an intimate relationship and said like okay from here i'm not going to I'm not going to do it again. So it's sometimes like our fault too, because for example, like a small example, uh, many of the times we fear many, many things. Mm -hmm. We fear that um, spirits are going to come into our home. We fear that um, I'm scared of the lights, I'm, uh, of the darkness. I'm scared of this, this, and that. And you know, the Bible tells us, hey, do not fear. Like I'm with you. Why are you scared? You know, but many of the times because we, we like, um, 
we like say it with our mouth we confess and say like oh i'm scared i'm scared i'm scared and you know god doesn't see that you want to put your trust in him he's like okay fine you're scared go ahead give yourself to those to those fears right like it's not it's not me that's gonna like like me like i i'm not i have to work on those fears if i know that i have to trust in god in order for those fears to go away but god many of the times those curses those trials i guess you can say come because we just don't don't want to like give them up and say like okay my trust is in the lord yeah. we don't mm-hmm. and, and you know just talking about fears and talking about you know those those things that 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 you know are i guess i guess because they, they can be curses right yeah. we have to see what our parents gives us i mean we can't choose our parents right yeah. because we can't i mean we can't some people are lucky some people are not as lucky <laughs> so what we have to find is we have to figure out you know what curses are, are tying us down because I, if, like for example like if you ever struggle with something you never know why like you might be like, dude, I'm the only person in this one entire world that's going through this. And actually you find out that it's your mom or your dad that struggles with the same thing. Mm-hmm. And dude, we, we live all our life. Not, not all of you guys are like, I guess old enough to kind of understand this, but sometimes it's, they struggle with it and they don't let us know anything. So we don't know we're blind and we don't know what's going on. And I would, I get mad at my parents to, to be honest, okay. because I'm like, dude, if you tell me this, I'll watch out for things like this. But yeah. since I don't know, I can't watch out for anything. And I fall and I'm like, where am I falling this into this? And now my mom goes, Oh, my dad goes, Oh yeah, I used to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, bro, yeah. like, you could have helped me <laughs> out. Yeah. I give you the warning. And it's, it's so crazy that, you know, Jesus, Jesus himself and, in, in a, what's it called in, in a way in in a, in, a, in a way he he does it in Mark 11. If you guys read the the the, the book of Mark 11 or the book of Mark and chapter 11, it says that he he he's gonna go inside the city and he he tells the people he says look go and you're gonna find the baby donkey. It's called a colt and it says untie the colt and it's so crazy that it happens because God is like this God is gonna untie the colt is gonna untie this young donkey and I was looking at this that. That the colt means that it's a small donkey that is with the uh, with his mom, which is the big donkey, right? And then it says that it has to be four years of age or younger. So listen to all this is almost almost hitting exactly the youth, right? And he says, "Look, untie the donkey," and he grabs the 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 colt, the small donkey, and he rides it inside the city. And as you guys know, it's being wor- God is being worshipped, and God is being you know it's it's called the, even the the entrance of the Bible, uh, the the beginning of the Bible is called the triumphant entry. And and I was looking at this and I was thinking about this like this is exactly what God wants us to be. God wants to untie us and free us from our curses and our generational curses that we've been, and He wants. To he uses in a great and triumphant way. Now, my question is this: Like, are we willing to let God, you know, take away these these mm-hmm. these these ties? Because sometimes those ties are the ones that we like, you know. Sometimes yeah. those ties are the ones that we're like, no. But this is this is my this is my baby, you know. I don't want anybody <laughs> to move this. I don't want anybody to take this away from me. I, I like I'm comfortable in this type of curse, yeah. and mm-hmm. I think we have to understand that that place is not where God wants us, yeah. but God will leave us there if yeah. we want to uh mm-hmm. if you want to be there yeah also it says here in the hebrew 6 10 it says god is fair and he would not forget what you've done or love you the love you've shown for him right you helped his holy people and you continue to help them right we want each and this is here in 11 we want each of you to prove that you're hardworking so that you remain confident until the end right and i really like this personally because like not only like it just demonstrates how like fair god is of course because not only like was it like um like 
God don't play favorites, bro. It's like, it's like literally if you're like, you know, like if you're for him or you're not, that's up to you, bro. Mm -hmm. Like straight and simple, right? And it says right here in verse 11, we want each of you to prove that you're hardworking so that you remain confident until the end, right? And like such of these curses and stuff like that, that we may see and we may like, you know, fall over. You know, we have to remain confident that God is the Lord and in our hearts, of course, right? And because... It's hard because we're human, of course, and we're so easy to stumble because obviously God is something that like was it like that is a whole like deity, of course, right? But like was it like I just believe that it's important that we like obviously remain confident that He is the God and that He's obviously with us, of course. Um, but obviously, like our curses, uh, our consequences, excuse me, have our actions have consequences. I said that backwards. No. <laughs> but yeah, consequences have actions. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I just wanted to like throw that True out though. there as well. And you know, I, gonna, I was going to tell you guys that this is so crazy because God, he's so good and he's so great, but he always, always, and I'm going to tell you guys why. I don't think I'm just talking out of what I'm th thinking about, but he always leaves us a little place of, of, of curse. Mm -hmm. For example, like he curses, and I'm not saying he curses us, but maybe he puts a burden. A burden yeah. maybe sounds a bit because God doesn't curse. Yeah. Uh, he, he, he puts a burden. He says, whoever wants to be my disciple, take up your cross and follow me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So in reality, that burden, that same curse, I'm going to call it a curse because that's what it is. A curse of, of picking up your curse and, and, and following him is something we have to do as Christian people. Like that's just part of life. Yeah. And people be like, oh, Danny, but, you know, it's never good. It's because it's not meant to be always yeah. good. Mm -hmm. It's always it's always be meant to be like, oh, you know, your brother called you a name. What are you going to do? Are you going to act like a bigger person? Or are you going to be, you know, get down to their level? And it's always, God tells us, like, it's always to be uncomfortable. And if you guys remember, uh, you know, Jesus carried his, clo uh, his, his cross. cross, no, his cross to uh, to Golgotha. And it was the mountain of death. Yeah. Meaning, meaning that that's where we're all going, guys. Yeah. That's exactly where we're all going. So it's a place... It's a place where we always have to go and we're always on our way to doing it. But also we have to understand that God also wants to bless us in abundance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. yes. So so you have to understand that you spiritually you have to be suffering. But outside it's meant to be better. You know, and spiritually we're meant to be, you know, dying, killing ourselves, you know, your your pride, your anger, everything that you have to do. But also inside we have to take out fits of the spirit and, you know, and be blessed and, you know, speak in tongues and, you know, show good things. But also... Our soul, our, our, I don't know how you say, like, like our, like our, like our, our like our lusts, yeah, our yeah. flesh, yeah. our flesh, we gotta kill it, and that is one of the hardest things yeah. that yeah. we gotta go go through. Rejoicing and suffering, yeah. And, and and in reality, we can never get out of that. Like yeah. that is like our constant fight. And if you guys notice, oh, you guys have been Christian for long enough. <laughs> it's something that we have to. Sometimes it kills us, yeah. And sometimes we kill it. Yeah. And, you know, we're like, oh, you're not going to get up. And then it's like, wait, wait until tomorrow. And you're like, oh, my God, you beat me today, you know? know? And it's just like a constant fight and a constant fight and a constant fight. Yeah. And that's just something that never goes away, you know? Mm -hmm. It just gets a little bit easier, but it never goes away. Go ahead. Um, just like how you were saying, like, we have to constantly fight over this. I, it's, it's so important to recognize that because our emotions are involved with these decisions that we make, too. So, like, you see all these people in the Bible who, you know, because they said because they denied or because they didn't want to listen, they, they brought curse, right? But they brought, like, for example, Cain. Like, he got cursed because, what, out of emotion. He was angry. But th that has to do a lot with our emotions. We let our emotions win majority of the time. And emotions, we shouldn't be led by emotions. We should always tackle those because they can, they can, and they have one at least for me they have always won <laughs> they're not but, bad that you have them like yeah. the emotions that come to you dude they're normal everybody has them yeah the thing that you have to do is like i always tell people and i was like you have to just 
Hold on, Hold on. Grab your like, soul. Okay. Yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah. You know what tells me that? My, my sister tells yeah. me that a lot. She I'm sure she tells you yeah. guys the same thing. She was like, Danny, grab your soul. I'm like, you're right. I just don't like, want to, do, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and like, I feel this, therefore I got to do it. But if you guys notice, what you said is super true, you know? Yeah. Like, emotions are meant to be felt, yeah. not acted upon, you know? This verse says, in Ephesians 4.26, says, Be angry at sin and immorality, at injustice, at ungodly behavior, yet do not sin. Do not let your anger cause you shame, nor allow it to last until the sun goes down. And do not give the devil an opportunity to lead you into sin by holding a grudge or nurturing anger or harboring resentment or cultivating bitterness. And imagine, like, that already is... Is it's like wow, like all right, fine. I won't, I won't hold a grudge then, fine. <laughs> but yeah, that's something that also speaks to us because just like we were saying, Cain. Imagine if he wasn't angry. Imagine if he actually like, like because remember when they asked him like, "Where's your brother?" and he was like, "I don't know where my brother is. Why are you asking me where my brother is?" Right? Like he was so like angry, like bro. But if you if he had like a tender heart, a soft heart, a, a gentle heart, a sensitive heart to toward his brother, then maybe maybe things wouldn't have gotten east. Than what it should have been. Like he probably could have turned away from this and not been cursed, but it happened, right? Because our emotions, they get the best of us, and I think that's where it becomes a, a danger. And then it holds us to not see the blessings that God, like, really, really wants us to see. And it, and, and like one of the one of the things in like the hook is like, is the question was like, is it possible for us to escape? And obviously, it is impossible to. I mean, not possible. It is possible to escape. And many of the times we like sit here like thinking like, wow, I have to get over this. I have to get over this. I have to get over this and that. And many of the times, like myself, I think of it, I'm like, wow, like there's so much imperfections that I have to like really get go rid through, of, yeah. mm -hmm. rid of, polish up, you know, let myself be molded. And you think, I think to myself, like, wow, it's nearly impossible to try to be, like, the baron perfecto, like, yeah. the perfect man. It's so impossible. Mm -hmm. But it is possible when you allow God to just, like, take the lead. And and myself, like, when I don't want to, like, get over the bad things that I have in me, I think, okay, Kat, remember there's generations behind you. There, It's either you break them or your generations break them. So it's like, no, I don't want them to go through that. Or like, let alone, not my generations, but like my siblings, for example. Like they see whatever I'm doing, they see whatever I say, they see whatever, anything, right? And let's say I don't work on it, guess what? They're gonna think like, oh, her attitude when she's angry, that's okay. Mm -hmm. And no, it's not okay, because what that's gonna bring, like, yeah, it can bring like curses not unfound to myself, just me, but like the ones that are watching, the ones that are coming behind, that's, that's, um, one of the things that's very important to always think of. So I think a place of curse would be your emotions, right? Yeah. Your emotions, like if you live there, uh, it's definitely going to be a place of curses, and it's not going to bring anything good, right? So I think uh, I think we already called. I think we should have done this backwards. We should have done the, the places of curse before, <laughs> mm -hmm. and the places of blessings later, because then the place of blessing would be a place in the spiritual in the spiritual realm, right? Yeah. Instead of the emotional. And it's it's so crazy to see this this. Uh, this place of curse that it's not only in your emotions, but also where you put yourself as well in your situations. Mm -hmm. For example, you cannot say, um, you cannot say uh, that, you know, they label you as a smoker when all you hang out with is smokers, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Like, like also those places bring you little, bring you, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say criticism because I feel like criticism is, is a little bit too crazy, yeah. but let's just say they bring you uh, tragedies and they bring you problems because where we set ourselves in. 
And it's so important that we understand this because where we put ourselves is what people are going to think about us, number one, and what we're going to come out of it, right? It doesn't matter if you're a Christian, but if you hang out with people that aren't up to no good, most likely than not, you're going to be tangled out in tangled up in their problems. So I, I think the places also where we choose to be is very important as yeah. well. You know what I mean? Uh, yes, go ahead. Um, also, I would like to, you know, correlate with that because also in the in the book of Job, when Job was going through like a really tough time, um, you know, he tried seeking help like from his friends. And as we see like in the book, the fact that Job didn't have really good friends. And in the verse, um, in the verse, it says after Job opened, sorry, let me find it real quick. Um, and they sat with him on the ground seven days and seven nights and no, no, no one spoke a word to him and for they saw all his suffering was great and like what i'm trying to say here is the fact that like you need to have like when you're going through like tough times you need to of course you need to seek for help you know because all of us have something to do with you know that's for leaders and stuff like that but since his friends were not great friends they didn't do anything what they they didn't help him out of the hole but what they did is they sat there with him and later on after that like the next the next verse which is job 31 after this, Job opened his mouth and cursed the day of his birth. So it was showing the fact that his friends not saying anything, his friends not helping him out in the curse that he had, like, it didn't help him at all. It ended up making him even more worse from what he was. You know, you know another person that I see that, that goes through this is, dude, what's his name? I just had him. Oh, uh, Philemon. Uh, for example, outside of, uh, you guys know the story of Philemon? I don't know. Okay, so the, what happens is that Philemon is this guy that uh, it's one chapter. It's it's no, it's not even one chapter. It's one book, and it's one chapter. <laughs> uh, literally, it's super quick. But it's about Paul speaking about uh, about this guy named Philemon. That wherever he was before, he was a thief. He would be stealing. He was not trustworthy. And when he went into jail, listen to where when he went into a jail in a place of curse, in a place where they tied you up, in a place where it was tough to be, Paul was there, and Paul taught him. And when he comes out, when he when he's when when Philemon's about to come out, he tells the guy that he stole from. He tells him, or, or, it, it, it kind of makes it seem like if, if he stole from, him, he goes, "Listen, accept him, like if you were accepting me. Why? Because he's my son." And he starts saying a bunch of stuff to the guy. He goes like, he goes, "Look, I can say to uh, that you owe me your life because I brought you to Jesus." Like that's what Paul's saying to this guy. He says, "But I won't. I'm just telling you, accept him like if it was to me." And what I see this is that Philemon. You see, Philemon is like us, right? If we put ourselves in the place of bad, we're going to be horrible humans, just like you were saying. We're going to be horrible. We're going to be thieves. We're going to be liars. We're going to be all this. But if God puts us in a place of trial and curse, it is to teach us good things and to keep us firm. So when we go back to where we were, we can actually become those nice people and those people that are God-fearing. I don't know if that made sense or not, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it made sense, right? So it, the places of curse is not always bad. But they're always, I think I've said this a few times, but they're always to teach us something, to teach us a way to be, to teach us, teach us a place uh, to see or what not to see and, or to be forgiven because I think sometimes we, we need that. Mm -hmm. I definitely need to be forgiven by a lot of people. And I wish I could see them again to say sorry. If you guys are hearing me, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but definitely, uh, I, 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 would, I would, you know, second chances are, are, are a thing. Mm -hmm. You guys have something to say? Um, just like one last thing, I guess you can say, is that when Joseph was in prison as well, right? Like, was it like um, when he was tossed in prison, easily he could have like been corrupted by all the other prisoners, just like, dang, like, was it like, like, curse God because like literally, I've been, I've all i done was good and stuff like that. I literally ran away from lust and stuff like that. Like, was it like, why is God punishing me, of course, right? But 
it's beautiful because right here it says in here in Genesis 39, 23, it says, The warden paid no attention to anything under Joseph's care, but the Lord was with Joseph, and whatever, and whatever he did, it was successful through the Lord, right? And I really like this as well because sometimes in a place of curse, we always like, you know, like look at it in the sense it's like, oh, curse God because he put me here, like whatever, all this stuff, I hate my life, etc. But we can see that Joseph himself, like was it, he was just like, like he's like, no matter who's looking or no matter like was like where I am, I will still, I will still, do what God wants through me, of course. Like, was it, like, all the blessings that he's given me and stuff like that? Well, given him. But, like, was it, like, use it to an advantage, of course. But, yeah, it was just, like, a little point I put out there, yeah. Which is, good, which, which is a good point. And honestly, guys, I think we've reached our end to the podcast. Like, we have, like, 30-something minutes. And I was going to just tell you guys, just remember that there's places of blessing, places of curses. So wherever you are in your life, just, like I said before, I think it applies to both. Progress, moving up. Where does God want us? And listening to that voice. If God's not going to talk to you through the heavens and, you know, tell you, you know, your house, you know, he's not going to do that. He's going to talk to you through the word of God. So open up your Bibles and let's, let's see what he has to say. God bless you guys. And I have to tell you guys, God bless you guys again, because I don't know what I just said. I'll see you guys next, I'll see you guys next week. Take care. God bless.